0: This audio program may contain descriptions of violence and topics that may not be suitable for everyone. Please listen with caution. Do you know what the most frightening thing in the world is? It's fear. I'm not gonna hurt you. I'm
1: just gonna bash your brains.
2: Why, she wouldn't even harm a fly.
0: that maybe so i had one more fun size episode that i haven't recorded yet so that maybe in addition to our three listener stories i could tell you it sure okay because i think you'll like it okay first of all happy halloween Happy Halloween! I got you a card. I neglected to send it yet, so it's not going to get to you by tomorrow. But I will send it tomorrow. So, did you get the listener story document? Yes, I have it. Good. I have read none of them yet. Yeah, I haven't either. I just haven't. So, yeah i don't know what to expect
2: it'll be a fun little adventure for the both it of us. it
0: will be i'm excited though and i can't tell if that's just because i'm so worn out or because i've had candy today
2: <laughs> i've had candy as well today and yes i also was laying in bed and jake turned on the fan because we sleep with the fan on and we are mm-hmm. cuddling and i look at the clock and i go 930. Didn't I have something to do at 930? (laughs) And then I like jumped out of bed. I was like, oh shit, I forgot I was supposed to be recording right now.
0: (laughs) That's funny. So I did want to tell you though, this is going to entail me sending you pictures. I don't know if I ever said it straight out on this podcast, but I work in an escape room. In one of our games, we have this real cute severed head. Her name is Eleanor. Okay. I'm sending you pictures of her. She's my bestie. Oh my god. <laughs> I know she's great, right? She is great. She has a tongue that rattles around. Oh. Um so what we had like this family of four play the game. There were two kids and they were like maybe 10. And I was like, "Okay, well, you know, this isn't really like a kid-friendly game, but whatever you want." But these kids were really into it. Okay. So At the end of the game, I go in and I get them out. They won the game. They found the head, whatever. So one of the kids turns to me and is like, she wouldn't have been that decomposed if this was real life. And I turn to him and I go, maybe she was brined. And he looked at me with really wide eyes. (gasps) Oh my
2: God.
0: (laughs) Yeah. So that was my fun story. I also helped a... uh, guy proposed to his girlfriend in the game the other day Aww, so that was that's fun you yeah so that was my story my weird yeah. work story so yeah anything else halloweeny happen in your world oh no except for right halloween's tomorrow and yeah. i get to
2: be that midler in hocus <gasps> pocus
0: oh really
2: because at the salon i work at one of the girls is blonde one of them's brunette and then it's me a redhead and so uh-huh. one of them was like Why don't we go as the Hocus Pocus witches? And I was like, That's
0: so cute. Yes. So, aw, you're going to be Winnie's namesake.
2: Yes, (laughs) I am. Yes.
0: I worked very hard on my costume, but have nowhere to be. What's your costume? So, did you see the movie Midsommar?
2: (laughs) Oh, I didn't, but I saw your post about it and I get the reference, and it's very pretty
0: cool so it has gotten very bar. extravagant so i asked jordan if she would take pictures of us in our halloween costumes because i worked really hard and yet we're not gonna Why use them Go like out to a bar for an hour because mike's working oh yeah. and i don't want to go alone <laughs> <laughs> i know take off work <laughs> this is halloween you should have known this this is fourth it is. grade and my you take my, off my... the
2: night of halloween <laughs>
0: My professor was like, is anyone coming to class Thursday? And everyone was like, nah, we're not. Sorry. <laughs> well, I wonder
2: if there's anything this week. Like here, there's a bunch of things this weekend coming up. Yeah, and there's yeah. like costume parties and stuff.
0: So yeah. what's happening here is they're thinking about moving Halloween. Which I saw I think that on
2: a post that it was like, New Jersey, no matter how hard you ask, no Halloween yes. cannot be moved.
0: Yes. because Why do they want to move it? Because it's going to be pouring all day so who the fuck cares i know halloween is for the strong you remember
2: like five years ago when it snowed like 15 feet
0: yeah but and then um there was that year where right after sandy hit and yeah. they moved halloween but it's like listen if you can't survive a little rain maybe halloween isn't your jam except
2: but that year they didn't move halloween they were just like don't go out like, people yeah. just could not go out. They, like, went in their tiny little neighborhoods if they could. Yeah. It was just, like, known. Like, you just don't go anywhere. Mm-hmm.
0: I know around here a bunch of places planned, like, trunker treats because uh-huh. they knew the weather was supposed to be bad. Wait, but I don't... that's outside. Yeah, but it was a different day. Oh, 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 oh. <laughs> yeah, it was, like... I think this weekend. If I was like a
2: place I would have planned everything for a weekend anyway, because who's gonna I mean, it's a Thursday, so like Yeah. Can't you grab like a coworker and go. I'm sure there's like a Halloween trivia night somewhere in like town or something. Have
0: no friends. Besides you have Thaddeus.
2: You. you could ask Thaddeus. Me
0: and Thaddeus have never hung out outside of work. Well, that's the perfect opportunity. <laughs> yes, it is. like
2: I'll be dressed like the bush. <laughs> yep,
0: yeah, that'll be me. I asked um some of Mike's friends if they wanted to come over, but they're busy. So, what about, what
2: about, what's her face who said she'd take pictures of you? What's Jordan, she
0: she's working. Where does she work? She is actually, ooh, I can plug her. Um, So she is Jordan Wanamaker and uh, she designs book covers. She's a graphic designer. She designed Oprah's last book cover.
2: Okay, but what does that have to do? She can't take two hours on Halloween night?
0: <laughs> I think she has to be in a meeting at the city. Oh. Yeah. Um,
2: fine I'll let her out of it
0: (laughs) she's just at home
2: drawing alone she's like no you can't come over
0: I'm tempted to just hang out with my parents (laughs) Um, I mean hey I mean that's what I do most of the time I went to see Zombieland with my dad after work Mm -hmm. the other day and that was great we love Zombieland my dad especially loves Zombieland (laughs) so he was really excited to see the second one except when I got there he was really pissed off because my brother went to a rave last weekend and had oh. his phone stolen. <laughs> How
2: does he always fuck up with technology? <laughs> he
0: fucks up so badly. Him and his friend who he drove there with both had their phone stolen. How? What? How? How? I think they were a high, but they would never say that. Yeah, and... I mean, they must have put it down
2: somewhere. Because if it's, like, I would have secured that shit in a fanny pack
0: yeah or mine's like in my hand
2: yeah but yeah it was probably in their hand because they were stupid and taking pictures or something and then they put it down on like a bar
0: he says he was pickpocketed but like well (laughs) yeah but they it's also a five hour drive Uh from their school so they had to drive five hours back home without phones which is like in this day and age well, I mean, nuts.
2: I mean, I trust like you, but I don't know, Ben. How did he even know how to get home?
0: Yeah, I don't know how they know I how. I can't get imagine home. he they can read They were in 1999.
2: <laughs> I mean, maybe they, maybe they had like an iPod or something. Or, like, I don't
0: know. You an need iPad. like maybe they. Do you think they printed out <laughs> MapQuest? I don't that think they know what map questions. is, nor do I think they can read a map.
2: So <laughs> I don't know. Because in my mind, I'd be like, okay, worst comes to worst, you stop off at a gas station and you just get a map. Yeah. But absolutely. I don't think they could do that. Do gas stations
0: think- sell maps anymore? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They still they do? Oh, well, that's good.
2: I just don't think they'd be able to. Nor do I think <laughs> they'd even think about it because it's never been something they've had to do. You yeah, know?
0: exactly. Or like well, the-
2: even really been in their memory, because when they were old enough to remember, people already had GPSs.
0: Yes, but I was also pissed because I just started listening to this podcast okay. called Your Own Backyard, and I wanted to talk to my brother about it, and he didn't have a fucking phone.
2: Oh. And I
0: wanted to talk to him because it is about a murder, well, technically an ab- uh disappearance okay that happened he goes to cal poly in san luis obispo this girl went to oh, cal poly.
2: is that the one about um what's her face uh her name is kristen something smart, smart right yes. okay
0: no relation to elizabeth smart but well, I,
2: the only reason i remember the name is because i think i saw this podcast when i was listening or when i was like looking for podcasts recently that mm-hmm. were gonna be spooky yeah um, but the only reason i remember smart is because of the movie get smart
0: Oh, yes. No. So apparently I was listening to this thing and I just like it's weird to listen to a podcast where you know where they're talking about. Yes. Because I don't get that very often. Also is weird because Cal Poly has had a few like frat related deaths. And then also that's where Lacey and Scott Peterson met Ugh. at Cal Poly and they owned a flower shop there for a few years. Huh. So this girl, she was on there's like this street where it's like their informal frat house row where it's really just like these gross little houses and they're just frat boys everywhere and she went to a party there and uh, this guy and this girl walked her back to her dorm and she was never seen again and the girl had left and the guy was walking her back and he said he left her near her dorm and went into his and then no one ever saw her again So they searched and they couldn't find anything and the police were kind of slow to do anything. But the thing I wanted to talk to my brother about is they brought in cadaver dogs (gasps) and four separate dogs hit on a specific spot in a specific dorm room.
2: Oh my
0: God. And that dorm room was in where my brother lived (gasps) for his freshman year. He was two floors above it, but in that building. Wow. Right. So I was like, oh my God, Ben, like I wanted to talk to him and I wanted to be like, did anyone talk about it in your dorm? Like what's going on? Right. And they also dug up part of the campus the summer before he started to try and find bones and they found bones, but they couldn't determine if they were human or not. What? Yeah. Is crazy. Crazy. Well, it's also crazy it's very because
2: if you think she was like okay so say she's walking home with this guy say he killed her or whatever mm-hmm. you think they would just bury her right there like i can't imagine where they would take her well there's all this stuff like just this, this stupid frat yeah or whatever you know
0: well there's all this stuff about like there's this one guy who's the only suspect and he definitely did it but like he's a weirdo Mm-hmm. And I say that from a scientific perspective. <laughs> he's a weirdo.
2: That's what, um, he's, uh, that's what his psychologist has.
0: Yeah, that's his DSM diagnosis. Yeah.
2: Weirdo. Um,
0: so, he has a but, bracelet
2: for it and everything. He does. It's like, oh, I'm <laughs> epileptic and also a weirdo.
0: Yeah, that's his life alert thing. So yeah. He's a weirdo. Um, So apparently his parents live in Arroyo Grande or Grand. I don't know how it's pronounced, mm-hmm. which is 25 minutes from Cal Poly campus. So why was he living in a dorm? But then also he kept alluding to the fact that he had taken her body to his parents' house.
2: Oh my God.
0: And they finally, it took like 10 years for them to get everything together where they could do ground penetrating radar.
2: Yeah, but by then they probably moved the fucking thing.
0: That's what everyone says. And they also never checked the avocado grove Behind the house,, oh. and everyone was like, "She's definitely in the avocado, avocado grove, right, and they never checked it.
2: That's crazy,
0: yeah, I mean, it starts off really slow, the podcast, but uh-huh. I definitely recommend it,
2: okay, maybe I'll listen to it,
0: yeah, I just want to talk about that because I've been thinking about it a lot. It
2: reminds me of that other one, um to live and die in l a yes,
0: where it's that like one
2: starts out slow, yeah, get there.
0: Well, and that one is also kind of a, like, we know who did it. Yeah, you know? but at
2: first you're like, I don't know who did it.
0: Yeah, but, and then it takes some weird turns, just like Cold, with the Susan Powell yeah, case.
2: Yeah, I, yeah, I didn't listen to Cold.
0: Oh, you should, I think you'll it's like it. My... It's, it's rough because of the child deaths. Yeah. But, you know. But I just I was like, really, this is the week he doesn't have a fucking phone. I was like, about to send him go dig up this avocado grove. Yeah, right?
2: (laughs) Yeah. I will bail you out if you get breaking and entering.
0: Exactly. It's like, listen, you have a pickup truck. If I tell you where to go.
2: (laughs) Could you just do me this one thing, Benjamin?
0: I never ask you of anything. For once in your life. (laughs) solve a murder for me (laughs) so yes that's why i was pissed that he didn't have his phone
1: brain fog insomnia moodiness weight gain
0: So, which do you want to do first? Do you want to do listener stories for first, or do you want me to tell you my thing? Um,
2: how depressing is your thing?
0: So, in the beginning, it's very depressing, but it gets uplifting.
2: um, I don't know. Is it a good, like closer? You tell me,
0: yeah, I guess we'll close with it. I also okay. have a pretty haunting picture that goes with it. So okay. let's do let's do the fun stuff first, ok, cool. ok. Do you want to read the first story, or would you like me to read it? Oh, I can read it, I guess. Okay.
2: I don't know what any of them are, so I have no
0: preference. Well, this first one is from Melanie.
2: Hi ladies. So this story probably isn't nearly as exciting as the others you'll be reading. And I perhaps won't make it on the podcast. You did. Congratulations. You, yes. You've really done
0: it. Congratulations, you done it. <laughs> Congratulations. Congratulations. <laughs>
2: But I wanted to share it anyway. This mm-hmm. story takes place in Williamsburg, Virginia, and centers around the story of Lady Skipworth. Okay, great name. <laughs> Legend goes, "Ooh, okay." Cue dramatic music. She was at a party wearing red shoes, and what else? Um, she was something <laughs> and nothing that, else. Yeah, ooh, she really was yeah. quite the lady. Um, <laughs> she saw something that upset her and ran home. Lost one of her shoes. Angry, she stormed up her stairs and died.
0: This is like a weird Cinderella.
2: <laughs> Everything's just happened in that one sentence. <laughs> yes. She's angry. She's storming up the stairs. Now she she's did. dead. Yeah. She's gone. Okay. The legend gets a bit fuzzy. Some say she fell down the stairs and died oh. due to injuries. Others say she killed herself.
0: Threw herself How? down those stairs. I need more details. Oh, need lady. The legend will never get more also, details.
2: Also, was she a lady like a formal title or was her name lady? Anyway, Well,
0: it's Williamsburg, Virginia. So I can't imagine she was a... I'm guessing they're using it just as a, she's a high class woman, you know?
2: My friend and I were on a ghost tour standing outside of Lady Skipworth's house. And while our tour guide was telling us a story, I felt something around my (gasps) neck. I started to scratch at my neck and it felt as if something was tightening around my neck and I was having trouble breathing. The tour guide mentioned that one of the legends is she killed herself and I heard a female laugh right beside me. The laugh was cold and empty and the best part, there was no one next to me. (laughs) Well,
0: Well, it would be (laughs) fucked up if there was someone next to me. If you were
2: like, yeah, it was just crazy fucking bitch. Anyway, (laughs) on to the ghost story. Yeah. (laughs) Um, At this point, I started coughing due to trying to breathe. My friend grabbed my hand and pulled me away from the house to follow the group. Instantly, I could breathe again. I went to our tour guide and said, You never said how the legend says she killed herself. He looked at me and shrugged and said, Legend says she hung herself. So, yeah, that's the story of how I know what it feels like to have a noose around your neck. This is one of my many stories I have from being called a bitch via spirit box to having. (laughs) That's funny. Talking to the the court here or whatever.
0: (laughs) (laughs) You mean preaching to the choir? (laughs) Preaching to the choir talking to the court talking to
2: the court you know that's my new thing (laughs) to having a ghost tell me to kill myself via evp anyways Uh, love the podcast and everything you do happy spooky time melanie maybe melanie is a ghost
0: melanie i don't know what it is about you that gets all the nasty ghosts i mean oh that God. is some dark well, shade there
2: we don't know melanie maybe she's a bitch no, sorry I don't mel think i mean is. look
0: <laughs> just kidding melanie maybe it's because you keep going after them and yes. it's like when a kid keeps poking a dog in between the eyes. yeah <laughs> no melanie i'm absolutely sure you are lovely because you listen to this podcast and only the best list yes <laughs> We have a very high standard of person. Yes. We um, kick
2: you right off if you're a Nazi.
0: Yeah. At least we do that. So, yeah, I mean, that's some really horrible negative experiences. Maybe with you ghosts. have
2: one of those faces.
0: No, you know, like people who are like,
2: oh, I always get that, that I look like someone. Like, maybe you just look. Do you like have resting like...
0: bitch face? <laughs> mm.
2: Yes. What that we're saying it. is it's probably your fault. That's strange. Anyway, <laughs> just kidding. These guys just seem evil. And maybe yeah, they seem
0: to suck. Like, why maybe, don't you get a fun ghost?
2: Maybe you're more open to it. So evil spirits can like attach themselves more to you or whatever, you know, like
0: maybe you have a really good energy and they're trying to turn your energy bad. Maybe it's right? like your
2: aura.
0: Yes. What's your sign? <laughs> what's your moon and your sun sign yes we're at it well thank you for that story melanie that wasn't boring what did she say it was gonna be she said it was yeah not nearly exciting i think that was exciting you got choked out by a ghost i know not choked out but well that's something different so (laughs) this next story is from nicole And Nicole says, hi, Reppy and Austin. I just wanted to start out. (laughs) I spelled your name wrong. (laughs) If it makes you better, my own boss spelled my name wrong. And he's known me for three years, (laughs) so (laughs) uh, yes. So Nicole says, I just wanted to start out by saying that I've been listening to y'all's podcast for the past three years, and it's still my favorite to listen to. No, we haven't been doing this for three years, have we? We have that's insane i know and it's insane that you've been listening for three years yeah like you are our ride or die here yeah
2: i mean really okay
0: um so i have a story for y'all and it doesn't really have an ending because it's ongoing. So if any more <gasps> updates happen, I'll be sure to send them in. Oh my God, I'm so into this. I told a little bit of the story in the witch group that I'm in with Austin, but since then, a lot of freaky shit has amped up and maybe y'all can help me figure out what this could be based on what I'm about to tell you. Ooh. Okay. So for starters, I live in a border city in the West Texas region. I don't know if that helps, but I would like to immediately put out there that what I experienced was not the Result of any animal that could live in my area. I have done enough research to figure out what this could be, and I've come across a few things that are good leads. But just to reiterate, these were not the results of animals. What is, I mean, look, I believe you, but you say that as if
2: I know what animals could or could not be in West Texas. Texas. You could have fucking wolverines in West Texas, (laughs) and I'd be like, yeah, I guess. I don't know. I what know. Got, the cupacabra, I believe you. I assume just rattlesnakes. I mean, need probably a lot of cactuses and rattlesnakes. In my but mind I was like darn
0: animals. <laughs> they're, they're
2: alive. In my mind I was like, name even one West Texas town.
0: Oh, I don't. I don't know the geography I, of Texas. Like, I can't even tell you where the big cities are.
2: I mean, I know there's Austin, which I think is in the middle, and Dallas is towards the south. There's Houston.
0: Houston's near the Gulf, right?
2: Yes, Houston's. Maybe I'm thinking Dallas is Houston. I don't know.
0: I don't know either. I know um, where
2: Texarkana is because it's part Texas and part Arkansas. <laughs>
0: <laughs> that makes sense
2: that's all i know
0: yeah so i don't know do they have coyotes maybe they could that's just the another i'm just thinking do they desert have animals i but don't it's know not really sharks they could have anything <laughs> they could have anything it's a very <laughs> literally <large anything>. thing. <laughs> um but probably a lot of snakes yes so nicole Mostly says snakes. Okay, so now that I have that out of the way, we are still very confused, Nicole. So, (laughs) (laughs) about a month ago, I woke up at around 5 a.m. because my dog needed to go outside. I take him outside to our backyard, and as I'm waiting for him to finish, I hear a child cry out from my neighbor's yard behind my back fence. I don't think much of it at first, I'm like half asleep and I rationalize it as being a baby that just woke up and their windows open. A minute passes by and I hear the child again. This time it sounds incredibly fucked up. It sounded like a child crying out, but it sounded distorted and drawn out as if it was coming from another plane of existence. The best way I can describe it is it sounded like the little girl's voice from the poltergeist when she got stuck on the other side. <gasps> yes, I know exactly okay. what you're talking about.
2: Okay. I don't want to damper this. Yeah, I don't want to put a damper in your ghost story, but. That voice sounds exactly like what happens when frequencies on a
0: baby monitor Baby monitor. monitor. Get messed I was going to say baby monitor. <laughs> um, at this point, my dogs are going crazy, barking and whimpering, running from side to side where the fence is. The cries are weird because it sounded like it was far away, but then it would sound like it was closer than it should have been. I booked it the fuck back inside and fell back asleep shortly afterwards. A couple of days later- What if there was some weird baby in need <laughs> over your fence? You should have checked over the fence. No, fuck that. It's already too late. So I was coming home from a night shift at work. It was about midnight when my sister calls me to tell me she hears what she thinks is a child crying outside her window and that the dogs are going nuts outside barking at something she didn't go outside because she was terrified but she told me it was as if the kid was right underneath her window but her window's blocked off by our fence so whatever was underneath her window was in our backyard when i got home i looked under her window and couldn't find anything i asked her what the child sounded like and she described exactly what i experienced the other night This completely scared the shit out of me because I hadn't even told my family what I experienced. So for my sister to hear the exact same thing was confirmation that I hadn't just imagined it. I have another experience that may or may not be tied into whatever entity this is. A week ago, I had been hanging out with my friends at a friend's house, which I personally call a hellmouth slash rest stop for ghosts. Hellmouth is amazing. I mean, it seems
2: like you're making a bad choice hanging out at a place called Hellmouth, but (laughs) Um, who am I to judge?
0: (laughs) But Nicole says that's a story for another time, why she calls it Hellmouth slash Rest Stop for Ghosts. I mean, listen, that sounds like a great metal band.
2: Hellmouth does. Hellmouth. Yeah. Rest up for ghost could be fun too.
0: Yes. So and so like one could be the album title or the single and the other could be the band name. You can just change yeah. them up. It doesn't matter which one.
2: Yeah, no, and not in this case. It just needs to be on all their albums so people are like, "No, is Hellmouth the band <laughs> or is it the main title? I don't know." And people yeah. are like, "No, I always thought Rest up for Ghost was the band name." Yeah, and it's it because, just on everything.
0: <laughs> because it could be Hellmouth by Rest Stop for Ghosts or Mm -hmm. Rest Stop for Ghosts by Hellmouth. By Hellmouth. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Either one works. So she was there late at night. I'm sorry. I'm assuming you are a female, Nicole. I had left early due to work in the morning, but my two other friends stayed till about 2.30 a.m. So the way they tell me this story is my friend, A, walked my two other friends out to their car to see them off. As they get in the car, A hears what sounds like children's laughter coming from around the corner. He lives in a cul-de-sac. Whoa. And, huh? How you spell cul-de-sac? You didn't know that? No, I guess I've never just, I've never seen it spelled
2: out. Have really? I, really ever, I mean, now that I'm looking at it and thinking cul-de-sac, that's exactly how I would spell it, but I've never, I don't think I've ever seen it written. It just looks crazy. Really?
0: yeah that's that's how you um that's how you spell cul-de-sac and you were also whenever i hear the word cul-de-sac i always think of you because you're the one who called my dad's hairstyle a cul-de-sac yeah because
2: it's bald but he's got the cul-de-sac like where the houses would be yes
0: and now i always think about that when i hear cul-de-sac hair hair. yeah (laughs)
2: um so nicole says don't tell your father that you I've already said him him. you oh, said no. it to him you said it to him
0: he hates me <laughs> oh it's so funny um so it's like a group of children laughing and coming closer a being the type of person who experiences paranormal shit by himself way too much immediately knocks on the window of my friend's car to get their attention All three friends are hearing this weird, disembodied children's laughter echo throughout the neighborhood, and suddenly it stops. Ten very silent seconds pass by, and suddenly there's two large knocks coming from the back of the car. Needless to say, my two friends fucking booked it out of there. I mean, look.
2: Not that I blame you, I might do the same thing, but if you're hearing children, it might be a good thing to make sure there are no children
0: wandering
2: uh, around a neighborhood well alone listen. looking for help. <laughs>
0: listen so this is my favorite this is how nicole ends this letter so these are my creepy experiences so far if anything else regarding the two happen again i'll make sure to send in an update i don't know if what my friends experienced is the same entity that me and my sister experienced but one thing is for certain fuck them kids well, Nicole, you're doing a great job. There could be a dead baby next <laughs> no. door because you well, didn't help. Them. And so that was also the subject line of this email. It was Fuck yes, them I kids. do remember getting yes, that. Yes, and I love that. And I, I laughed, but I didn't read into it. But <laughs> yes. really,
2: when it comes to, I mean, I know it's scary, but when it comes to children, you should really double check and make sure they ain't no kids.
0: <laughs> Listen, I don't think I'm putting myself in danger for someone else's child. Well, look. <laughs>
2: Maybe not. I mean, the ones happening in the neighborhood seems more paranormal because it's, like, echoing throughout the whole neighborhood or whatever. Yeah, and then
0: what could have, like, hit that car? That's another thing. I mean, that's the only thing I'm like, are you sure you didn't hit kids? (laughs) (laughs) Wait, no, but they were in emotion when that that happened. (laughs)
2: Right, but they were at some point. (laughs) Afterwards. No, but, like, the car had to get there at some point. So it's like, are you sure you didn't hurt kids and... (laughs) you just didn't but they were laughing which makes me think okay if they were crying it'd be more like you probably should have checked the back of your car like one's just stuck i mean it could have been like some crab apples i don't know nicole don't... did not she did not tell us about she only told us that the animals were not making the noise we don't know Are anything there about crab the plant apples like in it.
0: texas i maybe <laughs> There's probably
2: i'm sure there's an acorn or two we maybe if i know cone.
0: nothing about texas so <laughs> Do pine cones grow in texas
2: no right <laughs> it's probably pine... too warm and dry
0: i i don't know plants <laughs> i don't either <laughs> i my knowledge is very plant deficient at this yeah, point in I mean, time well i hope
2: no kids have died because of your neglect nicole no. but but the first story sounds like maybe there were a few open windows and a really loud baby monitor
0: okay but here's the thing what if none of nicole's neighbors have kids well but she
2: thought it was their next their neighbor's kid at first which maybe. makes me think that they had to have had a kid do
0: you know or she would like,
2: i do i know that my neighbors have kids
0: oh yeah well, maybe, yeah, it's Nicole, living Nicole life. <laughs> do you l- answer this? Do you know if your neighbors have children that require I monitors?
2: If yeah, if your neighbors, like, if there's a few neighbors in your neighborhood that have baby monitors, then it, that's what that probably is. Uh-huh. They're probably monitors getting switched up, like switching frequencies, mm-hmm. which then can make it sound like someone's farther away and not farther away. This happened the other day, right? So next door to the people I nanny... There lived an old man, and he moved away, and a woman moved in, and her husband, and like their two kids. So now there's kids next door, and her baby monitor switched paths with ours, mm-hmm. with like the ones I've been naming, and it was a little boy speaking, oh, but there no. wasn't. So I'm looking at the baby monitor, and it's Bodhi in his crib asleep, but there's a little boy speaking,
0: That's and her. then he
2: starts crying. So I ran upstairs thinking the baby monitor was frozen, and then I realized.
0: Oh, it was the neighbors.
2: Yeah, because I could hear him kind of like through the wall, like Uh crying. Okay, that makes sense. But it sounds like all distorted and stuff because it's not coming towards your baby monitor. Mm Mm-hmm. Okay, also, well, sometimes it crosses over, and I hear his mother voice, like, if she's in the room, like, reading them a story. Mm-hmm. So sometimes there's just a woman's voice, and I'm like, Ugh. someone's in the room with them. Yeah. It's, it's my baby monitor stuff is my biggest fear. Like, when you see him in scary movies, mm-hmm. and all of a sudden there's, like, a man on the baby monitor, I'm like, what would I do? What
0: would I do? <laughs> well, I and not fight that man. <laughs> did you watch the uh, two-sentence horror stories, the first one? i did did you like it i loved
2: it i called it but it was also it was still crazy yeah
0: it's good me and mike binged a bunch of you know gaten what's his name gaten Matizaro yeah, from stranger has, like, things yeah his prank show yeah is it good okay so i'm not into prank shows but it's actually really good and i, really I know like him me too he's fun he's cute um yeah, he's a cute little kid he so. is and so there was a lot of backlash before it even came out because people are like oh you're promising people jobs and then you're just pranking them and then they don't have jobs but that's not what's going on basically what happens is they get two people who are like temps or they work for a staffing agency gotcha and they call them for a job so it's not like these people are you know being tricked into gang scared instead of getting a job Right, like it's really elaborate. Like one of them has this woman, and she's one of the people being pranked. And they take her. She's working like to assess this road, and they're like, "There have been twenty-five accidents on this road in the last thirty days." They're calling it "Dead Man's Curve." Like there's a bunch of shit going on, and they show her a video of this car driving on the road, and then a like a figure comes toward it, and then it goes away, and then the car veers off and crashes, and she's like did you see that shadow in there? And he's like, oh, no, I didn't see that before. And they have like a naturalist come in who's helping them assess the road. And he's like, well, you know, this wasn't supposed to be built this far into this territory. And they're like, what do you think's going on? And she goes, I think this road's haunted. (laughs) They're like, really? And then they find a bloodied vest and a footprint and hair on the hubcap of a car when they're investigating this wreck. And she says, and I need to get a screen grab of this. She's like, no, this is some ancient entity that is coming in and fucking people up. Oh, my God. And she is so serious. I love her. And he's like, I'm thinking this is something from the Paleolithic era. era. And she goes, yep, I can see that. And it's like. (laughs) i don't think that's a thing (laughs) like yeah what it's just so funny and i need to yeah i need to get a screen grab of it i'll post on our instagram because our instagram has been popping off with our it really has
2: you've been doing great yes
0: i have some to send i just sent you one too i don't know yes i thought (laughs) it was hilarious yes (laughs) um so do you want to read our last uh listener story sure
2: although i do want to mention now that Mm -hmm. we're talking about instagram yeah um, how dare you talk about christmas like people can't (laughs) celebrate christmas and halloween at the goddamn. listen
0: listen you can begin celebrating christmas in exactly 26 hours yes oh i'm I'm fine with that just wait until halloween has ended
2: i will i am excited for tomorrow but i'm even more excited for friday when the (laughs) official holiday season begins
0: i went today in target I was at Target today too and I'm like there's already stockings. Yeah, but I didn't
2: look because it it's the Target I was in they like I guess they had swimsuits and they mm-hmm. just removed them all and put all the holiday stuff like all the holiday sweaters for men and children and like everything was yeah. all in one spot but I was like nope, I'm not going to look. It is still Halloween time. So I was a good girl but and I ignored am going the Christmas this week. Yeah, but the I Dollar Store
0: already has all their ornaments out and shit I'm like decorating
2: that. Saturday I decorate or Mm -hmm. yeah, Saturday night I'm going to decorate.
0: Yeah. That's nice. But also target has like the best sweaters right now and they are all I want to buy, but I cannot, I really
2: want, I really want this t-shirt for Christmas. Um, not for Christmas, like I want it to wear during December. Mm-hmm. And it just says Buzz, your girlfriend, woof. It's from in oh, Home, it's from Alone. Home Alone. He looks at he looks at the picture of his, yeah. his boyfriend his, or his, his brother's girlfriend, girlfriend. And he's like, Buzz, your girlfriend, woof. Yeah, mm. I remember that. And I was like, it's such a subtly funny Christmas, you know, it's like yeah. Christmasy without being in your face. Anyway. So
0: I had Ah, we're going so off topic, but this is our free-for-all episode. Yeah, whatever. I had a big presentation last night in class, Uh and I have to do a research project in this class. And I... Fucking hate research. So, I chose to do a survey study about the correlation between paranormal belief and religious upbringing. Mm -hmm. So, for my presentation, I wore my new sweatshirt that I got from Femfetti on Etsy and it Uh says future ghost.
2: (laughs) (laughs) I almost bought that same
0: sweatshirt. Really? I love it. And my teacher was like, I want that sweater because he yeah. always wears fun shirts to class too. I've been
2: slowly collecting more and more fun t-shirts that I can wear like cute sweaters over yeah. or whatever, Like, and so I just bought one that said, um, thick thighs and thin patience." Yes. And then I have my roses are red. Doritos are savory. The U S prison system is legalized slavery. Oh, I
0: love that. <laughs> sure. That's, That's great. I love. Uh, yeah, I'm overdressing. Like I have my shit together. <laughs> I, mean, I just wear fun shirts now.
2: I'm excited for Christmas because I'm also, I have like some money coming in from school, just a little bit, nothing mm-hmm. crazy. And I was like, okay, I'm going to pay some bills, blah, blah, blah. And then I was like, and I'm going to buy myself a few more Christmas outfits. Yeah. Because it makes me happy.
0: Exactly.
2: So it's the only thing that does. Just kidding.
0: <laughs> it's one of the few things that it's does It's one of the correction. five. There's like five things. Yes. Yeah, it's
2: one of the five.
0: Okay. Okay. Mm.
2: Hello Reparata Ooh, official and mm-hmm. Austin.
0: Right My spelling.
2: Name, yeah. My name is Anika. 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 <laughs> well, okay. We she spelled it with an O then, but also I like that she put the little hand emoji. I know
0: it looks better Um, in the email
2: yeah i'm sure yes uh so she says okay so i want to start by saying i love your podcast i listen to it at work because i fancy oh she fancies it (laughs) i fancy murder and creepy shit and also i can't speak spanish (laughs) wait what (laughs) i don't know but we can either (laughs) What Ola. Um, I'm so confused. But to jump right in, I have a few stories to share with you. Ones that have happened to my family with me in my hometown that I moved back to. Story one, Shadow Man. Backstory. Oma, what we call grandma, has lived in her house for over thirty years, and she currently still lives there and has had a lot of paranormal stuff happen. Just little things like something getting moved or knocked down. After she moved in, she had found out that Farmington, Minnesota,
0: I think that's Minnesota.
2: Okay. Minnesota is a very, quote unquote, haunted town. I like that you put that in quotes. There are some stories I believe more than others. Gotcha. Hence the quotes. Okay. This town is known for native children and strange men ghosts.
0: (laughs) Okay, Native ghosts, child ghosts, and strange men
2: ghosts. (laughs) (laughs) It's just, I've never heard native ghosts. Sounds a little wrong on the tongue,
0: you know? Oh, yeah, I mean, you could say Native American ghosts.
2: I guess, yeah. Okay, so causing an inconvenience or being seen. Anywho, my Uncle Pete had a lot of problems when he was younger. He had multiple surgeries and spent a lot of time in the hospital. When he was home, he feared to sleep in his room alone. His room was in the basement. Oh, well, God. that's why. Because he was the least loved, clearly. Because it that's flooded. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> When he would sleep there, he would always talk about seeing the shadow man. This is the name that the shadow man gave my uncle. Pete described him as a tall, lanky man with a top hat with no (gasps) defined lines. (laughs) He just looked like a shadow. He continued to see him around the house randomly. Now we jump 20 years. My aunt, the younger sister, stays in that room. She has a two-year-old daughter that doesn't speak much, but when she falls asleep in that room, it doesn't last long. She sleeps for about 15 minutes till... She sits up and starts screaming, no, 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 and pointing at the closet. This is the only room that she has problems sleeping in in the whole house.
0: So the figure that Uh Annika is describing reminds me of Walking Sam. Remember the Native American legend I talked about a few episodes ago, a long time ago? Um, You know what it also
2: might be? The Babadook, the ghost of the ghost of Abraham Lincoln,
0: <laughs> the Babadook, the ghost of Abraham Babadook. Lincoln, Walking Sam, any of them.
2: I think they're all kind of the same person. <laughs> it just depends I'm convinced they're did. pretty much the same. Yeah. <laughs> um. Okay. Story two. Mother's doll. That title already got happened. me. <laughs> My mother was super sick and was pretty much on her deathbed. She's fine now. So so she wasn't. Not her deathbed. No. <laughs> she had a porcelain doll on her dresser that was. Located at the end of her bed. When she was sick, she talked about how she loved it when the doll danced to her. Oh, I her she was seeing things from all the medication she was on. Well, you sound sweet. Till one day I went to go see her. When I opened her door, the doll's arms went to its side and its head had moved. We got rid of the doll, and I'm still terrified of dolls. I'm 20 now. Yeah, what I fucking what? would be too. Take it for someone who really loves creepy dolls. They're Ugh. great. You should get ten. Your dolls are the worst. Uh, they have little painted faces and they sing to me. They okay. do sing to you. Um, I still have the tag on one that says "Creepy Doll."
0: Oh, <laughs> wait from um, from dead people things. Yeah, <laughs> that's amazing.
2: So, story three: new room, new ghosts. Um, that new sounds me. like a bad sitcom. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> we moved into a little home in the middle of town in Farmington where it was just my mother little brother thomas and i i was 10 years old at this time my new room was the best during the day but terrified me at night there were times when i would see shadow figures run in the hallway or stand by my door the time that still haunts me was when i was lying in bed waiting for my mom to come tuck me in all and say good night i was and still am scared of the dark preach girl me too <laughs> my bed was in the corner of the room and i was lying down facing the wall Ooh, sorry that gave me chills don't really do yeah, you're back to the door. No, always <laughs> have to be facing that exit.
0: What if the door's closed, though? It
2: doesn't matter. What if someone opens that door? You got to be prepared.
0: Well, you were always on high alert because your brothers were terrible.
2: Yeah, I think I just had bad brothers. Yeah. I was like, what are they going to get me? I got to be ready. One eye open. He yeah, you slept for the shiv. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and karate hands already yeah. closed. <laughs> I had gotten a chill and felt something sit on my bed. I had thought it was my mom, but it wasn't. There was just a cold presence with an indent in my bed as if someone was sitting there. Then another one showed up on the pillow next to me. I had felt a cold kiss on my forehead. Then as soon as my mom came into the room, the two spirits had left. Still to this day, I still feel something sit on my bed when nothing's there. I have moved multiple times since this house. Ugh. Still to this day, we have seen and heard things at my omas. There are a lot of weird things that have happened in this town. Even murders and large fires that took out most of the downtown. I now live in a small apartment with my boyfriend and our cat Ace right in downtown. Also, if you haven't heard of Lizzie Burden, you should. It's nothing to do with this town. It's just one of my favorite murder mysteries. She doesn't mean Borden, right?
0: I think she means Borden. Girl! (laughs) (laughs)
2: <laughs> Sorry, uh, we appreciate your your suggestion. Um, if you guys have any questions, please let me know. I would love to answer them. Keep doing what you're doing with Helen High Horror. I love it. Happy hauntings.
0: Ah, uh, well, thank you, Annika. Those are some actually very creepy stories. Those are. Yeah,
2: the thing sitting on the bed is not great.
0: No, that makes me very uncomfortable.
2: Yeah, I mean, but it kissed her, so maybe it was just the <laughs> mom and dad. Like but a a it was a cold dad. kiss well they can't control their temperature
0: <laughs> they're cold-blooded <laughs> maybe it was snakes from texas yeah. that came up it's those texan snakes they no take lips. off their cowboy hat and hang yeah. it on the door <laughs> they
2: get out of their one cowboy boot yep
0: <laughs> ew <laughs> um but yeah i mean who knows maybe one day we'll cover lizzie borden we could do i guess but we yeah.
2: she's just a lesbian?
0: <laughs> Wasn't she Kristen Stewart? No. In the um, end, there's just like a lot of muddled misinformation about Lizzie Borden, you she know?
2: It's not like the poem said No,
0: but someone really someone really did crush her parents' face in. So like Yeah, 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 yeah. No, her parents yeah. were
2: crushed in. Just those, not as many times.
0: Those pictures are wild. Ugh. Have you ever seen them? Yes. Well, They're do crazy. you remember
2: in eighth grade when I don't know why we were able to do this? But we did all those legends for it was me, you, and yes, I, don't
0: know. And, I remember and like that. This, and
2: one of them was Lizzie Borden.
0: Yeah, I remember that. I don't God, know what, why did we do what that? We were doing, <laughs> yeah, I don't know either. So now we will transition <laughs> into something yes. a little spooky. Tell
2: us a spooky story so, to help us go to bed.
0: <laughs> I want to tell you about Rhoda Derry. Okay. So. She was born in 1834 to Jacob and Rachel Derry. The mm-hmm. Derry family were tenant farmers in Illinois, meaning that they rented the land they farmed. They were very poor and did everything they could to support their eight children. Ooh, that's, that's a lot, lot of children, children, right? Rhoda was the youngest of the Derry children and was considered very beautiful. By the time she was- Her name is Rhoda? Like R-O-D-A? R-H-O-D-A. Oh, wow, that's a strange name. I feel like for back then it was it's kind of a strange name. I feel like you would hear that name more in like the nineteen twenties, something like that. Yeah, I guess, yeah. Yeah. By the time she was 16, she had grown an interest in a neighbor boy named Charles Phoenix, which is spelled P-H-E-N-I-X. Charles was the oldest son of the Phoenix family, who were much more well to do than the Dairies. Charles was in line to inherit the family farm and his father's money when he passed. The two courted for a while, and then Charles asked Rhoda to marry him. Aww. She readily agreed, ecstatic that the boy she fell in love with also loved her. However, Charles's mother, Nancy Phoenix, disapproved of Charles marrying so far below his oh. class.
2: Nancy. Right. There has never been one good Nancy. No.
0: It's just, it's a curse of a name. She decided to try and frighten Rhoda away from her son end to end the engagement. Okay. One day, while out in town... What Nan- is strange. Sorry, what a strange... Like, she's not just going to be a bitch to her. She's going to scare her away. Well, here's the thing. She... Threatens her, but in a way that I don't think she knows really cuts to Rhoda's core, and I'm gotcha. I'm gonna explain why. Okay. So I
2: just imagined her like hiding in and just jumping a sheet over her head, and be like, ah.
0: It's like they get married, and then she's nursing their kid, and all of a sudden her mother in law jumps out like, ha ah, Did I get yeah! to that time? Yeah. So one day while out in town, Nancy spotted Rhoda and approached her. She told Rhoda that if she didn't end her relationship with Charles, she would put a curse on her. This threat shook Rhoda at her core. Nancy may or may not have known about the Derry family ancestry and the powerful witch that Rhoda was related to. Now, we're going to talk about Mall Derry, and she is a badass. I love her. Okay. okay. So during the American Revolution... Rhoda's grandmother, Maul Derry, decided to take action when her husband was called to fight on the side of the British. They lived in England. But Maul wouldn't leave him, and instead of having him go overseas and her staying behind, she disguised herself as a man and fought alongside her husband. So she mulan the shit out of this. I love that. And then, the even better part, once they got to America, they switched sides and fought for the revolution. Yes! <laughs> Good for us. So, yes. after the war, Mul Derry set up shop for herself as a fortune teller. Her business grew and she became known as the Witch of the Revolution. The rumor throughout Illinois was that Muldery was the only reliable witch in the area that dealt with casting and breaking curses. So, when Nancy Phoenix threatened to curse Rhoda Derry, she believed her. Two Mm -hmm. weeks after the threat was made, Rhoda began experiencing manic symptoms. She told her family that Satan had been following her. She was convinced that invisible flying witches were circling the house and waiting to get her. Her parents didn't know what to do to help her, and her mother tried to appease her delusions at first and began keeping a pistol in her apron. So when Rhoda went into a fit and claimed that witches were after her, Mrs. Derry would pull out the weapon and fire in whatever direction Rhoda pointed to. Safety. She's like, I capped him. It's fine. (laughs) (laughs) I got him right where it hurts. Yeah. Then Rhoda began experiencing violent fits. She would sometimes self mutilate, stand on her head for extended periods of time, and spin on her head like a top. That's what oh, it said. Well, maybe
2: she was just in breakdancing.
0: <laughs> maybe she was the pioneer of breakdancing. The witches told me they wanted to be entertained. <laughs> uh, she, <laughs> quick, do the worm. Yeah. <laughs> she became a growing danger to herself and her family members. So when Rhoda's mother died in 1860, Mister Derry couldn't care for her any longer. With barely any options, Mr. Derry placed Rhoda in the Adams County Olms house. Olms houses were bare barns that anyone could open for the price of $25. Mentally ill and homeless people would be given three meals a day and a place to sleep in these almshouses. houses. In the 1800s, it was a common belief that the mentally ill couldn't feel pain or changes in temperature. Because of this, most almshouses had no insulation and patients were treated in the same manner one would care for a mule in. 26-year-old Rhoda acted out as she had at home. She would tear her clothing off during fits and the almshouse workers would tie the torn clothes to her body. Though she was locked in a room alone at night, the staff would often find Rhoda's room empty in the morning. They would find her wandering the property, and when they asked how she had gotten out of the locked room, she replied that Nancy Phoenix had let her out. Rhoda proved to be so difficult that the almshouse staff chose to lock her in a Utica crib. Do you know what a Utica crib is? No. So a Utica crib is a large squat bed with a mattress on the bottom. On the sides, there are slats or bars, and the top consists of a hinged cover made of bars. In essence, the Utica crib is a cage that only allows the patient to lay flat. The Utica crib was originally designed to help patients with disorders such as sleepwalking and involuntary movement. Being placed in the Utica crib would prevent these patients from injuring themselves or others. What happens if there's a fire? (laughs) Then they're fucked, as most (laughs) mental patients were back then. Right, but like imagine if you were just like sleepwalking. Yeah, well, but that's what like the patients who were put in these for good reasons loved them. Because like there was one sleepwalking patient who was saying that it has taken such a burden off of him Constantly wondering where he's going to wake up, if he's hurt himself, if he's hurt someone else. Um. Right, and he if there's a fire. Exactly. But no one was thinking about that. So on occasion, People are like, if there's a fire, you're dying anyway. This is the 20s. <laughs> exactly. No, this is like the 1860s. <laughs> this is the, the 60s. Yeah. The 18 ones. <laughs> the 18 ones. On occasion, the Utica crib was misused. And this was the case at the Adams County Olms House. The Utica crib used at the Adams County Ohm's house was no bigger than a standard baby crib, but adult patients were routinely put into it as punishment or for oh, restraint. Gosh. You can also look up a picture of this. We'll post one when we post this episode. And it looks like a torture device. It well, wasn't Utica meant to
2: be, Yeah, Like Utica, New York?
0: Yeah, that's where it was designed.
2: Gotcha.
0: Rhoda was placed inside the Utica Eww. crib. <laughs> Did you just look it up? Yeah. Yeah
2: it's like a coffin
0: yeah kind of it's like a coffin but instead of a solid piece of wood it's slats yeah rhoda was placed inside the utica crib for weeks and months at a time she did not leave to use the restroom instead she was forced to urinate and defecate through a hole that was carved into the bottom of the crib and into a tray sitting on the floor underneath instead of a mattress rhoda was cushioned by a layer of hay because there was supposed to be a fairly thick mattress in there when it was used properly Uh she was kept in the utica crib for so long that her hips atrophied and she could no longer stand In the midst of this torture, Rhoda decided she no longer wanted to stare at the inside of the crib in the dank barn. So she used the only tool she had, her hands and her long fingernails, and clawed her eyeballs out of her head. She also repeatedly slammed her mouth against the bars of the crib and her own fists and slowly loosened and removed her own teeth. So she is an eyeless and toothless... 20 something year old who just sits in her crib all day right rhoda wasted away in the adams county alms house for 10 years it's likely that she had resigned herself to the fact that she would die there little did rhoda know a real life hero was about to save her (gasps) now i'm going to tell you about dr george a zeller who i fucking love like i love this man okay so in 1902 Dr. George A. Zeller took over the reconstruction of the Illinois Hospital for the Incurably Insane. Zeller, who would serve as the new superintendent of the facility, believed that no patient is incurable and eventually changed the name of the hospital to Bartonville Asylum. Zeller's new facility included 33 buildings, including cottages for long-term patients, caretaker housing, a store, and a utility building zeller didn't believe in restraints such as shackles and straitjackets, and notably held on to every type of restraint that his new patients arrived in and he stored them in a room next to his office he used these restraints as a reminder of the barbarity of the psychiatric system he also removed the bars from all the windows and allowed them to be opened by an inch and a half he Aww. believed that the patients shouldn't feel that they were being locked away When he was criticized for removing almost $6,000 worth of iron bars from the windows, Zeller decided to repurpose them. So what do you think he did? Jungle gym. (laughs) Yeah, a jungle gym. Um, He created a petting zoo for the patients to enjoy and maintain. Yeah. So Zeller wanted to take in patients that other facilities had deemed incurable. He searched the Illinois almshouses and found Rhoda Dairy. Who was now permanently stuck in a position with her legs bent and her knees at her chest. She could no longer tolerate clothing against her skin and was draped in a thin piece of fabric. He knew he needed to take her to the new hospital, but the staff at Adams County Almshouse were reluctant. They didn't want the blame for Rhoda's condition to rightfully be placed on them. Zeller told the Adams County Almshouse that if they refused to release Rhoda to him, he would shut them down. Rhoda was taken to Bartonsville Asylum by train with a group of patients. Because of her fragile state and hip atrophy, she was placed in a large laundry basket, which cushioned her during the trip. Hmm. Apparently, the nurses went on when the train arrived to escort all the patients off and they picked up the laundry basket and they were like, This is so heavy. What is in here? And they took the lid off and she was just (laughs) in there. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) From the moment Rhoda Derry arrived at Bartonville Asylum, she was treated with the utmost respect and care. The night that she arrived was the first in over a decade that she slept in a soft bed with clean sheets. She was doted on and never left for more than a few minutes when her bed sheets were soiled. Rhoda never regained her ability to walk or move about freely. She was known to crawl around the hospital in search of chewing tobacco. And if she yeah. smelled it on someone, she would crawl to them and tug on their pant leg in hopes that they would lend her some. Oh. By 1904, all of Ruta's family had died off except for one of her brothers. But she was beloved at the hospital and likely hadn't seen her family in many years at this point. Though she didn't usually show any outward signs of happiness when nurses or other staff interacted with her, she always perked up when Dr. Zeller came to see her. Yay! (laughs) Zeller invited state legislators to come and meet Rhoda and hear her story in order to secure funding and services for mental health care. In 1905, Rhoda developed tuberculosis. Rhoda was moved from her cottage to dining hall number three, which had been converted into a tuberculosis ward to treat all of the afflicted patients. Rhoda died on October 9th, 1906, just one day before her 72nd birthday. But that's old. Yeah. 72? Rhoda was buried at the Bartonville Asylum Cemetery in grave number 217. But Rhoda Derry's story didn't end with her death. Visitors to the asylum, which was renamed Peoria State Hospital, have reported strange encounters with the ghost of Rhoda. Those who venture to Grave 217 claim to feel a hand tug on their pant leg as if Rhoda was asking for chewing tobacco from below the earth. Since Rhoda's death, paranormal investigators and mediums have tried to communicate with her from beyond the grave. Some have reported smelling tobacco when the ghost of Rhoda is around, and others have reported seeing a beautiful young woman with long dark hair roaming the halls of the hospital. When asked what her name is, the woman replies, Rhoda. One medium named Lisa felt Rhoda grasp her leg just below the knee while visiting the hospital on a ghost hunting trip. Lisa was so upset by the fact that Rhoda was still reduced to crawling on the floor, even in death, that she returned in hopes of making contact with her spirit soon she felt rhoda's presence and looked down beside her there was the ghost of rhoda Derry on the floor as she had been during her life at the hospital rhoda seemed to look up at lisa and then got on her knees slowly she moved to stand on her feet and made a gesture as if to say that she was healed in death and could finally stand again oh after her death, the lore of Rhoda Derry grew across the Illinois area and beyond. She remains a reminder of the failings of the mental health care system and of the virtues of compassion. Oh, now do you want to see a, a picture of her? Yeah. It has a great ending, but she's terrifying.
2: Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah. When was this in her life? Was this-
0: So this was at the Bartonsville Hospital. But how far? Because she's so thin. Yeah, she. this was probably towards the end of her life in the early 1900s.
2: Gotcha. Um, probably
0: around 1905 okay but yeah and you see she still can't tolerate real clothing
2: she... so she looks pretty happy i mean her face is blurry but it looks like she's smiling
0: yeah well i think the face is kind of blurry on purpose because you don't want to see her eyes and her teeth right um or lack of but yeah and that's how she moved around the hospital too that was kind of the position she was stuck in Mm-hmm. so yeah i just thought that was a really interesting story and it's a little it uplifting is. at the end but it's also terrifying
2: that, i mean yeah oh yeah. sorry i just googled her and her little tombstone's cute too yeah
0: it is i mean the first half of her life sucked but yeah. they made it pretty good you know they really yeah, and at least
2: she changed i mean it sucks because it's like why her mm-hmm. but it had to be someone and at least it made you know a difference she made a difference and yeah. all
0: that yeah you do you read your her tombstone
2: yeah it says so cute. yeah
0: it says they built this place of asylum so that no other human would suffer as you you taught us to love and feel compassion towards the less fortunate may you find peace and warmth in god's arms in god's arms yeah but- so sweet yeah
2: well i'm glad people loved her and like i'm glad she knew love yeah towards the end of her life and they
0: were like she was like their favorite patient Mm -hmm. like they doted on her they doted on everyone that was the whole goal of the hospital but and she was like this shining example of how not all people were incurable to dr zeller and he truly loved her because he looked at her and knew that she didn't have to suffer like right. that and
2: and clearly like whether she needed to be hospitalized for the rest of her life or not she was rehabilitated enough where like she wasn't hurting had herself- she not yeah had she not had the the physical handicaps that were thrust upon her mm-hmm. she was like living a totally normal life like she was she looked happy in that photo she was moving around she was she wasn't like restrained or anything as yeah as she was hurting herself or a danger to others or whatever so clearly she was quote unquote curable yeah she... but they just were like lock her in a box and made her
0: and don't deal with it yeah. suffer
2: yeah mm-hmm. even though all she needed was like a little bit of love it wasn't that hard
0: exactly so say it yeah so that was gonna be my other fun sized but yeah but that's okay yeah, yeah at the end of this yeah i'm also glad we got to talk about it a little because in our fun size you don't really get to discuss right you know? yeah because it's
2: just like a narrative yeah thing.
0: and i just find her story so unbelievable you know it is it's, yeah. it's really
2: and that she got out of that hospital and lived
0: like oh long like i thought time. she was
2: gonna die like soon after that, yeah, it's just such a hard thing to go through, you know. Well,
0: and her body was so depleted and had been through yeah, so everything. much. The good care of the hospital kept her going. Yeah, and she lived crazy. a very full life for that time period, you know. Yeah, good. Well, on that note, Happy Halloween, everyone! Happy Halloween! (laughs) (laughs) Um, so we wish you all a safe and spooky Halloween. Uh, We're Helen High Horror on everything. Hell High Horror on Twitter. I'm Austin Costelli on everything.
2: <laughs> Sorry, mid yawn. <laughs> I rip Rata Ann on everything.
0: And if you want to listen to those fun size episodes, they're on our Patreon. If you uh, pledge just $1, even if it's just for one month, you get to listen to them. Uh, yeah. So we definitely recommend doing just that because they're interesting and we put a lot of work into them and we think you'll enjoy them. Yes. Yeah. So I think that's all right. Okay. Happy hauntings, everyone. Happy hauntings. Bye. bye.